0: Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we want to bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for these hours. Thank you, Lord, for the message we're about to hear this time. We honor you and adore you because you are here to speak your word to us. This is the second message for us this year. Father, as you fellowship with us, plant your word in the depth of our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. Take control of this service in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have pray. For those of us that are there on the first of January in the old hall, we have a test uh, that is the scripture that was read reading that day, which is uh, which pastor preached upon, and that scripture is where we are going to also start today, and that is First John. Chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. Uh, Brother Lindon, can you just New King James Version? First John. One. First John, chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. 1 John, chapter 1,
1: verse 3. That which we have seen and heard and we declare to you, that you may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. And these things we write unto you that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all if we see that we have fellow if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another and the blood of jesus christ his son
0: cleanses us from all sin amen amen like I said during the announcement, this year has been declared as year of fellowship. And uh, for us to fellowship with God, we were told we have to walk in the light. Amen. When you walk in the light, that is when you will fellowship with him. So today, we shall be talking on the topic, Christian fellowship. Christian fellowship. When someone like me was growing up, um, there's what the deeper life people we used to say, okay, they are going to fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. So the fellowship itself is associated with Christian. That is how what I understand as growing up, boy. So, and what am I saying here is that fellowship is one of those languages that uh, the church that the church commonly used. Even by everybody that as a Christian, fellowship is very common. This is a word that is not commonly used by unbelievers. The unbelievers don't use it. And sometimes even the Christian we misuse or misunderstand this word fellowship. Back home in our various countries, in our, because here, because we don't have our own building here. So maybe fellowship might be different a little bit from what I'm going to say. Back home, you could see that some churches, we have what they call um, fellowship hall. They can even said they have fellowship dinner. Even fellowship meetings like that, they have. Back home in my country, you will see that kind of language that is being used. But what exactly is fellowship, and what does it mean? How does it relate to Christian and to non-Christian? When I came to Oman, I I joined this church. I heard about what they used to do, what they call potluck. Interestingly, they have not done this since I joined, but I heard about it. But can we say fellowship is a potluck lunch? Or dinner? Yes, we can say. Is fellowship joining the church? Yes, we can say. Because Whenever I see anybody, I do ask, where do you fellowship? Where do you, the moment the person says, I'm a Christian, the next question, where do you fellowship? So is fellowship, is joining the church mean fellowship? Yes, it could be. Is fellowship becoming a Christian? Yes, it could be. But when we go down to dictionary, the dictionary defines fellowship as friendly association, especially with people who share one interest. And we know that one interest we are sharing as Christians, the body of Christ. Amen? Fellowship is common participation in something, either by giving what you have to the other person and receive what he has. That's why the potluck, Lunch or dinner or maybe breakfast, I don't know. But potluck, that's why it is. We call it, it's also fellowship. So give and take is the fundamental nature of the fellowship. And gift and take must be the way of fellowship in the life of body of Christ. You need to submit your life to Christ before you can fellowship with him. I'm coming to the scripture that we have read because... The condition is there, like I used to say, times and condition matter. A fellowship can mean a relationship with group of people with the same interest, interest, the same brotherhood. That is fellowship. So, like I said, the promise for this year, as had by like Pastor Abraham said, is taken from First John chapter one, verse seven. Now, listen carefully. I, I want to analyze it in a different way now. If, that is conditional, conditional word. If, you need to realize that. If, I'm reading from uh, King James Version from here. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Okay? Now let's look at it closely. Like I said, if is are there, that means there are some conditions you must fulfill before you can we can say you fellowship. If we walk in the light as is in the light, will we have fellowship with one another? Now, let me say it in the other way around. If we do not have fellowship with one another, what does that mean? That means we are not in the light. We have to be in the light because we are serving Jesus Christ, we are serving living God. He is the light. We must be in that light. So I want you to read this yourself. Read from the beginning to the beginning of that verse. Then again, take it from the back and see yourself and judge if you are fellowshipping. If you are not fellowshipping, that means you are not in the light. God will take us out of darkness in Jesus' name. So, if you do not have fellowship with one another as Christian, something is wrong. We need to fellowship with each other. The same 1 John chapter 2, verse 11 says, But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness. And does not know where he is going. Because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Can you see? Can you connect the two? If we walk in the light as is in the light. We have fellowship with one another. If we do not fellowship with one another. We are not walking in the light. Please understand this. As this year is moving. Ensure that you fellowship with everybody. The moment you are not fellowshipping with your fellow brethren, it means, I don't want to say it, you will not walk in darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. So we need to establish relationship among ourselves. Because relationship among ourselves means fellowshipping with one another and that relationship is the basis of that fellowship it is the foundation of fellowshipping together so fellowship can be of two that is of two relationships number one relationship with God and number two relationship with fellow men so relationship with God we all know from the beginning of the after the creation that God created man. And he do come down to fellowship with uh, Adam and Eve. Sorry. He used to come down to fellowship with them. But something happened in Genesis 3, 8 to 9. Quickly I will read from here. And they had the son of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. I'm reading from Genesis 3, 8 to 9 walking in the cool of the day. And Adam, his wife, hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called to Abraham and said to him, Where are you? This is the place that the, the, the relationship, the fellowship between us and, and God was cut off by the action of Adam and Eve. But the peak of every Christian life is to enjoy fellowship with God. But the relationship was severely broken that time. It was severed just shortly after the creation. And what caused it? That is the sin. When we are in sin, it means we are walking in darkness. It means we are not in the light. It means we cannot fellowship with God. We cannot fellowship, we might be fellowshipping on surface. Yes, surface, we can be fellowshipping on surface. But when sin has gone into our life, that means we are in darkness. So, sins break our fellowship with God. But look at the promise of the Lord today for us, for this month. The promise for this month, which in the book of Leviticus 12, or twenty six verse twelve, God promised for the fact that um, for the fact that uh, the relationship has been broken, God still promised that I will walk among you and be with you, and you shall be my people. God is ready to follow to fellowship with you and me. Only that sin is taking us away. We need to do away with that and walk in the light, so that we can continuously. Fellowship, fellowshipping with him. Notwithstanding that we have cut off the fellowship, but God is promising us he's going to walk with us this month and beyond in the mighty name of Jesus. He's going to be walking among us and fellowshipping with us in Jesus' name. We are enjoying the fellowshipping with God through Jesus Christ, irrespective of what has happened. God has given us that grace to fellowship with him, to enjoy the fellowship with him through Jesus Christ. As as Christians rebel against God, but we are saved by the grace. We are worthy to fellowship with him, but we are saved by the grace. God in all his goodness has sent Jesus Christ to us to pave way for us to fellowship, to serve him, so we are still fellowshipping with God because of the mercy and the grace that we receive. So that is relationship with God. Talking about the relationship with a fellow man, that means relationship with other believer. I will just remind you about the story in the Acts of Apostle 2, Acts 2, 41-42. Then they had gladly received his word. Those then, they that gladly received his word, were baptized. And at the same day, they were added unto them 3,000 souls. Verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostle breaking, in the apostle doctrine, and fellowship, and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayer. You see, right from the first church, The fellowshipping world has started. They start fellowshipping. Some are attending church service. Some of us will see church service as fellowshipping. Yes, we can say that. But that is not enough. We need to walk in the light. What am I saying? Christian fellowship is more more than church service. We can be coming to church and still be walking in darkness. That condition is there. We need to walk in the light, in the light, because He is the light. And how do you walk? You need to accept Him. You have whatever He's doing. You need to follow Him to do that. So, again, that promise—the uh, promise for the yes, if you walk in the light, that is, if you fellowship with God, because there's no way you walk in the light, you will not fellowship with God. This will cause you to fellowship with another brethren. And from the outcome of this, the blood of Jesus will cleanse you. We cleanse you from what? All sins. That's what it means. When you fellowship with one another in truth. So we need to walk in the light. The blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all sins. That is also in that First John one seven. So as Christian, there must be a true fellowship, a true fellowship with people with no barriers between them. There is no fence. There is no barrier between them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What are the kind of barrier I'm talking about? You need not to fellow with somebody you are suspecting him. There should be no suspicious no distrust, no grudges, no anger. When you fellowship with somebody, all this one you need to remove. Because when all this problem exists, then you have taken back yourself to darkness. And we need to walk in light because he is the light. So before fellowship with God, can be realized. Christians must be like God by having the mind of God. By knowing God. If you don't know God, you cannot fellowship with God. If you don't know me, you can't fellowship with me. You can't see me by the roadside I'm walking. You join me and you begin to fellowship with me. We can be walking side by side. So you need to know God and get out of darkness. If you sleep, I will mention your name. Don't fellowship in darkness. Don't allow sleep to take you to darkness. Open your eyes, open your mind and listen. Because we have to walk in the light. Amen? Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 says, Do not be unequally yoked. Together with unbeliever. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? There are two parallel lines they can never meet. So true fellowship with one another, with God, is the foundation or the basis for true happiness. So when we talk about the the basis for fellowshipping, let's look at it on three different categories now. The first one is the basis of foundation of Christian fellowship. The basis of foundation of Christian fellowship. Then we'll be looking at the benefit of Christian fellowship. The breakdown of Christian fellowship, that is the failure of Christian fellowship. But let's take it first. The, basics, the basis of Christian fellowship. This includes... That is the foundation of Christian fellowship is to sustain our faith. When you fellowship together, your faith will be sustained. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, 8-9. to For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself... It is the gift of God, not of work, lest anyone should boast. That you have been saved, it's not that you know how to do it. So, if you remove fellowship from the body of Christ, again, that means darkness. So, how will you uphold your faith? When you re- remove the fellowshipping from the body of Christ... You put the faith at risk. You put it at risk. So, fellowshipping with Christ, with Christ's body, that is the church, is critical, It's very essential, It's very important to sustain our faith. That is why the basis of Christian fellowship is to sustain our faith. Amen? The basis of Christian or the foundation of Christian fellowship is to, make our, our, is to make our worship acceptable. To make our worship acceptable. If somebody don't like me and I'm talking here, will his worship today be acceptable? No. It won't be acceptable. We need to open ourselves. Forgive those who have offended us. So our relationship with Jesus Christ is obviously the basis of the forgiveness of sins. But the Bible indicates that we cannot have a proper relationship with Christ without a proper relationship with his body. Let's look at Matthew 5, 23-24. Matthew 5:20 20 to 24 says, "Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way first be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift." You are talking about fellowship in here. You have to do reconciliation. So that as you fellowship, your, your, your service or services, your, your worship, your praises can be accepted by God. So, when you have Christian fellowshiping, it means it will make your worship to be acceptable to God. But you need to make correction so that you will remain in the light. I'm referring to the light because of the word if. If That's why I said you should take note of that. So, the basis of Christian fellowship is to demonstrate our love. Not only does the Bible say that fellowship is evidence of walking in the light, but it's also said that loving the brethren, brethren is evidence of the work. 1 John, again, chapter 2, verse 10. He who loves his brother abide in the light. Again, the light is coming in. You can see the reason why that light, 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 light. We must not walk in darkness this year. We have to remain in that light. Like I said the other way around, if you are not fellowshipping, that means you are walking in the darkness. So back to that 1 John 2.10. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. This shows that there is a strong inseparable relationship between fellowship and loving brethren. You can't fellowship with somebody you don't love. This year is declared the year of fellowship. You need to establish that. Reconcile. So that that promise for the month, which will also take us to the end of our life, that God is ready to work with us. are Leviticus 26, 12. You need to reconcile with your brother so that God can work with you. It helps to keep us in a right relationship with Christ. So brethren, in essence, we need brethren to have a right relationship with, with God. If you don't fellowship with your brethren, you may not have, you will not, not even may. You won't have right relationship with God. So we are to see our relationship with God from the reflection of our relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. What is going on within your mind? How many of us when we come to church today, you see somebody and you, you look at him and you smile. You are happy that he's here. He's part of it. It's part of walking in that light. So the basis of or the foundation of Christian fellowship is to grow spiritually and develop godly character. When you fellowship, you will humble yourself. It is God's great classroom for the development of Christian character when you fellowship. Some of the brethren in this church do come to my office. We do Whenever I see them, we greet, we chat in our normal language. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Even some of my colleagues will ask me, what is this praise the Lord? I said that is how you recognize the children of God. Amen? We need to fellowship with each other. I've seen a situation. I was going, somebody greeted me, praise the Lord, brother. Then I look, I say, this must be from Bread of Life Fellowship and I never recognized the sister. So we need to fellowship with ourselves. Hallelujah. That you will grow spiritually and develop a godly character. So the basis foundation of Christian fellowship is to have opportunity for Christian services. It is essential for every believer to be active to be active part of a Christian fellowship. Now, we have heard from here, join ministry, join ministry. How do you fellowship? When, only when you come, you sit, you hear the message, you, you contribute to your offering, church close, you move straight to your car. Like jet, you move. It shouldn't be. There are so many ways you can be fellowship with, fellowshipping with brothers here and sisters. When you join a ministry, you have the common place where you meet and pray. Separating from church. This is your fellowship. Find yourself in one of the ministries. Everybody is busy. Don't think you are too busy. Your parents, when they had you, they also passed through challenge. You are having children now or child. Because of that, you are thinking you cannot join ministry. You can do it. There are a lot of brothers here. They are very busy. A lot of sisters are very busy. Some will be sitting down here. In those days when I'm at the back, I will see one of the brothers. He will hold his phone to the pocket. Then by the time he gets to the door, he book it because they are calling him for emergency. He is busy, but he still finds himself in the church. When I saw him and the wife, they attended uh, discipleship training. They are very busy but they find themselves to do that. You can also serve God as you fellowship this year, and God will help us in Jesus' name. Don't allow setback to mislead you. Fellowship in ministries. Fellowship in serving God this year and beyond. There are a lot of advantages there. My ushering team, if anything happens, Quickly, we send message or we call each other. This is what is going on. Even before pastor know. That is essence of fellowshipping in that ministry. The intercessory prayer the team, every time you they, 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 they submit your prayer request, they send to each other, they begin to pray. You can be part of it. So fellowship helps you to serve God. The basis continue is to obey a divine call. And that is the call I'm telling you now. To obey a divine call. I don't know what God is ministering to you as I speak now. God is talking to you. I need to join this ministry. Oh, I must obtain the form. The forms are there. The whole church can be a ministry that is to the glory of God. Hallelujah. So, throughout the New Testament, the early church, we see the commitment. Division of labors. You will pray, you will distribute food so that nobody will have any complaint. When we attend worship service, it's not just to listen to the message. Like I said, it's give and take. What are you giving? Are you giving your time? Fellowshipping is give and take, potluck. You bring your own. I bring my own. We exchange. So it's not just for you to come and listen to message. Hallelujah! You have to give your time. We have you, even when you worship, you worship God. You give. You praise Him. That is part of fellowshiping. So, to give worship to God with our whole heart and to give service to other members. How do you give service to other members? By joining the ministry. Hallelujah. In Hebrew 10, verse 25, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Hallelujah. So when you fellowship together also, you fulfill a divine commission. Go ye to the world. We have heard about that. Now talking about uh, fellowshipping, what are the benefits of Christian fellowshipping? It builds friendship. It builds friendship. Jesus said this about friendship in John 1515, no longer do I call you servant, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my Father have made known to you. Jesus has called us friends, not servant, because he make it known to us. So if you want to build a good friendship in the church, you need to get involved. The choir will be more friendly than when you look at choir and uh, ushers. Because they are in the same group, the choir team will come first, then the other member of the church follows. Belong to one group, belong to one ministry, and serve God effectively. So, that is one benefit. It's build up friendship when you Fellowship together. That is Christian fellowship. The Christian fellowship gives effectiveness in service. I cannot do it alone. Let's assume pastor is doing everything. He comes here, he sings. He arrange the instrument and everything. He gives announcement, he gives message. How will it? <laughs> I'm sure we will say, eh, Pastor, we will also be trying to give him warning. He can't do it alone. It gives effective in service when we fellowship together, when we have Christian fellowship. Ecclesiastes, please don't mind my uh, pronunciation. I always find it difficult to pronounce. Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, verse 9 to 10 say, two are better than one. That's why it says where two or three are gathered together, two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor. Why? Because for if they fall One will lift one up Division of labor like I said Pastor cannot do everything Council member cannot do everything cell leader cannot do everything Ministry leader cannot do everything You need to get involved When you fellowship as Christians It gives effectiveness in, in service Division of labor as I said Fellowship build unity It unites us together fellowship, unite us together. Like Paul wrote in Ephesians 4, saying, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. That's Ephesians 4, verse 3. So, if the Lord is that interested in the unity of the church, then we should be interested in in it as well. We are called to keep and maintain the unity of in the church Christian fellowship will build the unity in the church imagine we just close, everybody walk away how will it be? but glory be to God we will stay there for some some stay for hours and chat some immediately this is the exit, some people quickly they dash out here please fellowship this year and beyond there are benefits of it it builds unity Because it, 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 it has done that In the LA church It built the unity among them Fellowshipping It gives encouragement in time of trouble Yes It is when you fellowship with somebody That you know that is in trouble In fact, merely looking at some brethren You will know that something is wrong Brother, can you tell me As a Christian, we always say All is well, all is well We pretend at times But a problem shared have solution. It is when you fellowship together that you'll be able to share your problem with others. So, in the time, term, in times of, of trouble, it's encouraged. So, our Lord Jesus sent forth his apostle. Now, you see, when Jesus Christ was sending his apostle, he's not sending only a single one, two, two, he was sending. Sending them that one might supply his neighbor deficiency. If one is not able to remember something or he's saying something, he'll be able to lift him up. And that is healthy to uphold others. So, it encourages, it gives encouragement in, in times of trouble. Mark chapter 6 verse 7 says, I call the, and he called the 12 to himself began to send them out two by two and give them power over unclean spirit. So when you fellowship together, you will encourage one another. Even when he was sending the 70 out in Luke 10:1, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two. That is fellowshipping. So, the more broadly we live together, the more effective our service to the Lord. May God help us in Jesus' name. But remember, all these things I'm saying, if you walk in the light. So, fellowship builds kingdom of God. It builds kingdom of God. And the Lord are there to the church. Whenever I see some of my brethren... Hearing the name, I know that it's a Christian. Even in my working place, uh, you say you are Joseph. Oh, how are you? Where are you worshipping? So, if they are not worshipping in any place, I invite them. Can you come to our church? Just have a look of what we are doing. See? Come and have a taste. Amen? So, fellowship build kingdom of God. So let me move to the next one, so that uh, because of our time, the breakdown or the failure of Christian fellowship. So one of the great test problems in the church is breakdown of unity. Satan hates God, and therefore he hates uh, God's people. His great plan is to destabilize church. We should not allow that to happen. We build all the unity. Galatians 5.15 says, 5 verse 15 says, But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by another. We should not devour each other. We should encourage that unity. That means we have to go away with gossip, desire for position, self centeredness, lack of prayers, lack of prayer, and worldliness. As we fellowship this year, brethren, fellowship is built on love, love of God, is built on love for other Christians, even love for unbelievers. So, as we fellowship, God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. Let us think of a way to motivate one another to act of love and good work. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some others do. That is, I'm reading that from the NLT. Again, 1 Corinthians 12, 21 says, The eyes can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. We need each other. Brethren, we need each other. And lastly, 1 Corinthians 14, 26 well, my brothers and sisters, I'm reading from NLT. Well, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. Let's summarize. When you meet together, one we sing, one we teach, one we tell some special revelation God has given, one we speak in tongue, and another we interpret. What is said, but everything that is done must be tre- strengthened in all. Whatever we do in the house of God, must be strengthened in all. May God bless his world. Amen. Call on, Pastor.
2: Praise the Lord. Now it's a time for us to go to the Lord's table. As we heard about the fellowship, coming together in union is called as a communion. That is another privilege and a provision for us to have fellowship. Yes, that's why we start with uh, today is a special day. In many ways, this day is very special. So let us read a few words from Mark Luke chapter 22, from verse 14 onwards. Luke 22, from verse 14 onwards. When the hour had come, He sat down and the twelve apostles with him, Jesus Christ. This is speaking about Jesus Christ. The Passover is celebrated with him. So this is the instance recorded in this gospel. When the hour had come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, With a fervent desire... I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink the fruit of the wine until the kingdom of God comes. Verse 19 And he took the bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup, after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. So what we understand from here? So Jesus Christ, during his time, throughout this period in this world, he had fellowship with the twelve disciples. Even in the last moments he had the Passover. So that's what he encouraged us. And he can say that it is commanded us to continue to do this as a remembrance of his death. And that's why the New Testament church taken this as a church ordinance to follow. Once again it is a reminder for all of us as we are going to fellowship with this table. Let us remember. Jesus Christ has died for us. And he gave his life, that's why we are saved. Secondly, we are called to proclaim his death until he's come. And also, in, until he comes means, that is the future hope, what we have. It is also through him. And it should not be taken lightly. It has to be taken with the reverence. The fear of the Lord should be there. As we always declare that this table is prepared for God's children, those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal savior and obey the Lord into waters of baptism. And also keep on encouraging us. If anyone of us, you may be a believer, have any guilt, any sin within you, it is not a time for you to take part until you reconcile with God. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, He will forgive all our sins. That is the promise is there. So in that case, you have to examine yourself. If you have unforgiven sin in you, Please confess before the Lord before you come take, in pa- take part in this table. So as we know that this has to be continued until the Lord comes. Dear children of God, let us take time to examine yourselves. At the same time pray for the table which kept before us. We have to thank him. Let's pray. Geshe, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Yes Lord, we are encouraged to remain fellowship with one another. What the fellowship means to us. Lord, we cannot stand alone on any cause, on anywhere. You set an example to us until the death you fellowship with your disciples. Even the last night this Passover was prepared and you encouraged them to have that fellowship meal together with you. In the same way we thank you for the bread and wine kept before us. As you commanded us to do, here we are to obey To obedience to your word. Bless the bread and the wine. Sanctify it. And give it to us as you gave to your disciples. Help us to share among us. At the same time, we surrender all of us. Lord, you search our hearts. As the psalmist says, Lord, search our hearts. If we have any unforgiven sin in us, put the light into our heart. Help us to know, identify the sin in us. Help us, lead us, the Spirit of God lead us to confess before you. In faith, you will forgive us. Make us as the worthy people to take part in this table. Thank you for accepting us, our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Yes, dear children of God, as we have exhorted to you briefly through the word of God, please take part in this. You are encouraged to come and the ushers will guide you, cooperate with them. Since the time is short, cooperate with them. We will do it in time. Thank you.
0: Like come on,
3: on. sing it out. From heaven you came helpless to the seven kings. Come see His hands and His feet. The scars that speak
4: opportunity to partake of this meal in his presence. Pray that the power of this communion on fellowship shall be with you. We have taken the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. Let us speak better things on our behalf. As we step out this month that will go with the strength and the power that God has given us that this will remedy any wrong situation in our lives let it be sin let it be anything that this will open doors for us as we step out that this will be a beginning of fellowship with God walking in the light with him thank you father we bless your name we thank you because you have been good to us we thank you lord because we are alive we thank you because we have the opportunity to partake of this holy communion thank you father lord because has empowered us this month to go out in your name thank you lord because this shall speak better things on our behalf whatever is holding us back from last year it has been broken now in the mighty name of Jesus that we shall see tangible results in our life in our health in our spiritual work in our careers so shall it be Lord we say thank you we bless your name we say thank you Father Lord receive all our worship and praise today. All that we have done today may be a sweet aroma unto you. And Father Lord, as we depart, Father Lord, we ask that your presence goes with us. Your fellowship goes with us. Thank you, Father Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Before we share the grace, just one or two things. Those of you that are just worshipping us for the first time, please just come to the left side. This door as we exit Our welcoming team will be there To uh, give you more information about the church And to get more information about yourselves Also Our couple have generously Given some refreshments for us Outside So please partake of it Don't run away as Pastor Francis said Don't be on your jet Sit back Fellowship Discuss one another The weather is good So please stay back And fellowship one another and God will bless you and you will have a blessed week in the mighty name of Jesus let's share the grace may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore amen surely God's goodness and mercies shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever amen Forever and ever? Amen. Amen. God bless you.